The only guarantee in life is a life worth dying for. Cause death don't wait for no one. He's sitting on your front door. The only guarantee in life is a life worth dying for. Cause death don't wait for no one. He's sitting on your front door. That was a few lyrics um, from the song Guarantees by Atmosphere. I don't know. Just was hitting me this week. Take a listen to it. Before I speak too many words um, this week, I'd like to take a moment of silence for anybody that you've lost, for anybody that is not with us anymore, for people that have went naturally, people that have went unexpectedly, anybody that is not with us no more. Let's just take a second and think about them. I welcome you to the 58th episode, I believe, of the Chill Mr. J podcast. Um, I don't have much shit to talk this week. There's a different kind of anger. There's a lot of sadness. Um, it's an emotional week. I wasn't even going to do one because it may be depressing, but then I said, if you're going to be real and authentic and put it out there, I wasn't going to, but then I had a douchebag friend of mine at uh golf league talking shit about me putting my feelings out there maybe joking around maybe not maybe he's jealous because he's scared of how he feels i don't know but i see you bro it's okay i ain't mad at you this is what i do i talk about it i don't cry about it we had an emotional emotional week this week my wife lost her grandmother It wasn't an unexpected thing. It's still a very sad thing. And it's hard to watch someone you love hurt. And it makes me hurt. And it makes me sad. And it makes me think of people I've lost, obviously. That's just how it goes. So that's kind of how things started out since I talked to you last. So we were dealing with that. And then something that hit me harder, it just hit me hard for some reason, was... I was doing a party this weekend, which was supposed to be a party of a beginning of life. You know what I mean? Like starting your life, becoming an adult, going out there. And I, I love these parties. I love meeting these kids. I love asking these kids what they're going to do. What they, I just like seeing them, you know, seeing the excitement. It's an exciting, exciting time. 
But I get a call as I'm driving, thinking it's going to be to set up a menu, to set up some times, to finalize everything. Um, and it's far from that. It's a call saying a person for this, this party is for is now not with us anymore. I was driving. I was shocked. My heart dropped because I am a father of a child who I want to see grow. And it's the thing you do not want to think about. I don't want to think about it right now. I don't want you to think about it. But we have to talk about it because it's feelings that we're feeling. If we just ignore it and act like we're not sad about this and act like this doesn't affect us and it doesn't make us think maybe we should take each day a little different because we don't know if we can live to be 80-some years old and have a happy life and tell everybody that we love them and everybody knows totally how you feel about it. Or you could just be doing whatever, waiting to celebrate a hard-earned graduation and celebrating with your friends new beginning of life and it's just taken away from you and it bums me out i don't know what to tell you but it bums me the fuck out so i'm dealing with that i'm at golf which is how i can relax i can not think i can just talk to who i'm golfing with we can talk shit um i just focus on that little white ball and i can kind of forget about things and it was started out rough it was I, my mind's all over there's a lot of shit going on um i've been emotionally drained and then You know, my phone's dying, so when my phone dies, I always tell my family my phone's about to die. Please call my friends, you know, if you need anything. About 20 minutes later, I get a comeback, and a buddy of mine says, Emma broke her arm. Holy shit, what? Fuck! So I call. She's freaking out, nervous, freaking out, scared. She's trying to be tough. She always tries to be tough for me. She's a tough little fucking kid, and she's tougher than I ever thought after what I had just seen her go through. But anyway, I'm on the golf course in the back of the golf course. Is it bad? Is it broken? We don't know. We're going. We're going. Emergency room. It's broken. I hightail it up out of there. Still on my fast. Possibly a couple mushroom caps. Definitely a couple doobies. Maybe some edibles. It's golf league night, okay? Don't hold it against me. I'm not like I'm tripping balls out there. I'm relaxed and comfortable. It's golf league night. It's the two, three, four hours a week that I know every week is mine, okay? So I enjoy it. So if you got something to say about that, fuck you. This ain't what it's about. Save it. Call the hotline. Fucking do your bitch in there. So anyway, I rush to the hospital and I get in the emergency room. My kid's freaking out. You can see the pain in her face. And when you have a kid and they're in pain, you want to stop it. And a hug or a whatever wasn't stopping this. It was a broken ass arm with a bone almost through the skin. So it's painful. And I'm sitting there holding a washcloth, rubbing her head, trying to just calm her down, just breathe. It's okay. We're going to fix you. Everything's going to be okay. It's a pretty traumatic experience for her and for me, apparently. I hate hospitals. I hate everything about them. I don't, not the people in them, just the feeling I get. I just don't like it, okay? It gives me an anxiousness I don't want. Um, and needles are another thing that I don't like just due to a spinal tap gone wrong when I was a kid. So I just don't like them, okay? So anyway, she's got a broken arm holding it. She's getting an IV put in, freaking out because they're sticking a needle in her arm. And I'm trying to calm her down. And I'm looking at her. I'm hot as hell. I'm hungry as hell because I haven't ate for 21 hours. All of a sudden, I'm down. And I wake up like, what happened? What happened? I passed the fuck out. My kid's got a broken arm getting an IV strapped in. She's taking it like a fucking man. And her bitch-ass little dad passes out. Wow. Fucking tattoos, a bandana, long hair and shit. Come in in a fucking tank top. I passed out like a little bitch. <laughs> but seeing my kid in pain made me sick to my stomach as soon as I walked in. You could just see the pain in her eyes. So I'm not afraid to say it. Doctors were probably laughing at me. My wife was laughing at me. But it worked. My kid was instantly worried about me. And was not worried about her pain. She stopped crying. Stopped freaking out. Was like, Dad, are you okay? Dad, are you okay? 
daddy, you okay? And then at that point, I was back to okay. I ate a shitty turkey sandwich, drank some water. I was good. She was better. And then at that point, she toughened it out like a champ. Had to snap her arm back in place. Had to spend the night in the hospital. Had to go into surgery for a couple pins in the morning. She's ready to take on summer break with a sweaty, stinky, itchy arm. This episode, I don't really know what it was going to be about. I wasn't even going to do one, like I said, but, you know, people talk shit. I guess I'm doing something right. It's working for me, so I wanted to put my week out here. It's what we got. It's what we have. I don't know. Everybody handles things different. In my case, I can stay strong and be a rock when my wife is struggling to keep it together and dealing with her sadness. That doesn't mean I'm not sad about it. It just means I'm picking it up so I can be there for my wife. I can lose it privately in my kitchen because I hear this news of devastation in a young person's life who was just getting ready to start one. And it hit me hard. I don't know. I didn't expect it to hit me like that. It's obviously sad. Um, It's a person I don't know. There's nobody I know. It's just a sad, sad thing that makes me just think. You know what I mean? It just makes you think that whether you're 18 or 80, whatever, you never know. You never know when things and emotions and whatever is going to hit you. I'm sorry there was no jokes or swearing or whatever. It was just um, 10 minutes of feelings for the week to give you some shit. So you got something to talk about. Well, Mr. J, he's always talking about his feelings. Oh, man, you guy trying to find yourself, trying to be accepted. No, I don't want to be accepted. I am trying to find myself. I don't care what you think. It helps me. It probably would help you, too, if you weren't so worried about what people think you're feeling. I don't know. I got nothing clever for this week. I didn't want to talk at all. I'm not feeling up to it. I'm trying to focus to do my job for the week and make people happy and be myself. And it's hard this week. So hopefully next week we're back. Back with some bullshit. Maybe back with someone to talk to. Maybe not even be here. I don't know. I take it a day at a time. I suggest you do the same. And hopefully this week, instead of talking about someone else's feelings, maybe you talk with someone about yours. Might help you be better instead of a little bitch. Bye. <coughs> this is the Mr. J Underground Podcast Network. Peace out. Ah, it's a bit faster. Okay. <laughs> you like a fucking catering? Yeah, better call me back, sucker.